Hello and happy Friday, Healthish fam. I'm your host, Ali Izzo, and I'm also the digital editor at Body and Soul. Now, when you think of beauty pageants and Miss Universe contestants, you might think of Aussie beauties like Jen Hawkins or Jacinta Franklin or even Sandra Bullock in Miss Congeniality, which, by the way, is a great movie. But when you put those connotations together, you have a rather whitewashed ideal of beauty, and that is tall, Caucasian, and traditionally pretty, in inverted commas. But 2020's Miss Universe Australia winner, Maria Thetil, might make you reconsider that. She's an outspoken social justice advocate who is incredibly gorgeous looking, but she doesn't conform to those standardised beauty ideals. I Skyped her off the back of her win in Melbourne last week, and she was a breath of fresh air in more ways than one. Thetil, welcome to Healthish and congratulations on being Miss Universe Australia 2020. Thank you so much for the warm welcome. I'm very excited to be here. Oh, pleasure. Now, if anyone has a look at your social channels, they'll see that you are really outspoken on lots of things around racism, about sexist abuse online, you know, all of that kind of stuff. What have you learned by using your platform in that way? I know that I know what your messages are, but like, what have the takeaways been from you in starting those conversations? Absolutely. You know, it's really funny. I started having these conversations just, you know, through my captions initially. Then it was these impromptu chats on Instagram live with my audience connecting. And all of a sudden that evolved into an Instagram empowerment series called Mind With Me. And it became a dedicated space where every week we would unpack and dissect a myriad of, you know, complex topics, like you said, sexual harassment, confidence, mental health issues. But I realized that, look, we're living in a very tense social climate, but in order to drive change, in order to pursue progress, there needs to be safe spaces for these honest conversations where we can actually discuss diverse perspectives. So I wanted to facilitate that, and I realized I could on my social channels. But I also think it's really important to speak in a way that is respectful and that is open and it's not encouraging just an echo chamber of the same perspective. So Mm. by having these honest conversations, I think firstly it reflects my belief on what leadership is. I don't think you need, you know, a formal status or a position to be a leader in your own community. I think you can encourage people to show up as a leader in their own lives by being brave and by doing things with respect, with courage. So these conversations, they might seem a little bit scary, but to me it was important to do it anyway and to use your voice even if it shakes, you know. So mm. start having these conversations and then I realised could be an opportunity to show leadership and get people together to talk about things that matter in a way that is chasing progress. It's chasing open-mindedness and education. So doing it, then it evolved. Yeah. Did you find that people were open-minded? Was that your overall impression that people were wanting to learn and that there was a diverse range of opinions being offered up? Because that does happen on social media is that people follow someone because they like them and therefore it is an echo chamber because you're all so closely aligned in terms of your, you know, political leanings or your aesthetics or your, I don't know, taste, whatever, whatever it might be. Did you yeah. find that it were there was it a diversity of opinions? Do you think that 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 came 
came out? Well, initially, I think it was usually like the, the same people, my, my audience, and they were joining in, and it was really good. But I wanted to have those diverse opinions. So mm. I actually started inviting people in for interviews. Mm. So I have spoken with Jess King, who's an Australian plus-size model, Sierra Birchall, who was top nine in Miss Universe, um, you know, from Canada, inviting in a diverse audience who might actually challenge my perspectives. Because the whole point of it was, if I walk away changing my mind because it's made me learn something, great. I'm not here to sort of uphold perspectives. And there have been conversations that have been super, you know, they might be polarizing traditionally, and they're very sensitive and hard to navigate. So sexual harassment for one. But, you know, it's creating a safe space and saying, I'm going to listen. And then when you respond to these people, it's not doing it in a biased, emotionally charged way as best Mm. as you can sitting by and trying to respect that people have a reason they're saying what they're saying and then trying to sort of meet that with an objective respectful point of view so I think doing this on live has prepared me to speak on topics because I've had to sort of navigate those tricky conversations Mm. but we all should be able to I don't think we should be shying away from conversations because we're scared of backlash or we're scared of what people will say because all that does is serve to like you said preserve an echo chamber or keep up living in a place of fear, not faith. So, yeah. And that is, yeah. it is tricky to, um, as you say, hold space for opinions other than your own. In terms of that, what would you, what advice would you give to young women who might be looking at your achievements, you know, in terms of winning the title and think, oh, I don't think I could ever do that or I don't look like her or I don't feel like that's a place for me. And they mm-hmm. might sort of still feel um, hindered, I guess, by the existing yeah. beauty standards that are often perpetuated by, you know, fashion and beauty brands or media, et cetera. Mm-hmm. What would be your advice to someone who is is feeling the effects of that but wants to make a change? Of course. I, I would start by saying, firstly, I completely empathise with that. And I would say I know exactly how that feels because for a long time there were certain spheres that I'm operating in now that I did not think I could. So first of all, I hear you, I see you, and I understand. But then I would say it is so important that when you are having this internal dialogue that's negative and it's perpetuating self-doubt, it is so okay to interrupt it and be aware of it and say, hang on, why am I thinking this? Because none of us are born thinking that we're inherently unworthy, thinking that we're not capable, that is a result of societal conditioning. So what I would say to people is interrupt that negative dialogue and reach out to people who have done things and taken up space and spaces that maybe they've been excluded from. I mean, all it takes is one person to open a door for then someone else to relate and say, well, maybe I could do it too. I say, take up space. And if the space doesn't exist, be the one to create space and don't be afraid to ask questions and to reach out to people who've done things before. Mm. For me anyway, I know that if anyone had questions around, okay, how do I show up in a space like Miss Universe Australia that maybe I haven't seen someone like myself represented, I would be so open to conversations because it's a mindset thing. I think ultimately if you don't believe in yourself, then it's really hard to get other people to see why you can do it. Mm. So it's it really does start with your outlook and your perspective. Mm, yeah, I love that. I think that that applies to so many facets in life. It really does. Well, thank you so much for your time. Congratulations on your win, Maria. And we can't wait to see what you do with the title this year. Thanks so much, Ali. It was a pleasure. And I look forward to speaking to you maybe again in future. I think we'll be seeing a lot more of Maria Fertil in 2021. She certainly made me feel more positive about how the standards of beauty, even in an institution as traditional as a beauty pageant, can move with the times. If you have a moment, 
moment to spare, please rate, review and subscribe. It means so much. Or you could drop into our Facebook group. Simply type in Healthish Australia and hit join. We are a friendly bunch, I promise. Have a wonderful weekend. Please have a glass of wine for me tonight if that's your jam and stay healthish. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.